Hello again, everyone. Welcome to Two Minute Warning. This is the high-paced American football podcast in which the time is in short supply, but the opinions are not. Here, as always, sharing those opinions is myself, The Jazz Show, and tomorrow, Matt. Welcome in. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm all right. Uh, I'm I'm always tomorrow, right? So mm. it doesn't matter what day it is. Um. Mm. Anyway, yes, really, really good. Um. Yeah, it's all good. It's uh, it's um, we finally got to that magic number, number eighty nine. Uh, we're four weeks in a row now, right, Jez? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> we've actually managed to get this recording in on a Thursday. Uh, which is nice. We, we we have we have before <laughs> before the before the Thursday night game for the first time in a while. Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing well as well. Obviously, I'm pretty hyped for uh, this weekend's festivities and and flying yes. off to to Germany for some. You are some sport. I don't know which one. We'll see when I get there. You are. Uh, and yeah, I'm I'm not ready to go. I don't know where my passport is, but that's tomorrow's problem. Ooh, you know that is tomorrow's problem mm. but not tomorrow tomorrow matt's problem it is not no you don't know where my passport is i certainly do not you don't even know if i've got a passport at this stage so <laughs> yeah it is it's thoroughly not your problem Je- jez jez the stowaway <laughs> passport I definitely, control <laughs> i definitely have a passport uh, however i i took it out and put it somewhere to to try and open my daughter a bank account which then didn't uh. happen so um yeah well, that'll be fun to find yeah. where that that's been hidden but i've got a whole yes. day to do it absolutely absolutely yeah yes you are you are right we're um we're into a, another important week of uh of nfl action mm. uh, which you get to be part of in real life yeah and we'll get to that game very soon because it's uh one of the the first games to happen this week Uh, but let's deal first of all with the business of week nine last week in the nfl Uh, and if you'd like to go ahead and recap the scores for us matt yeah absolutely so um it was a dead rubber between us two we we both got eight correct which was it's all right we had quite a few teams on on bye weeks um i think uh this was my question, I think, yeah? Or was it your question? Anyway, uh, it was no, it was your question from our you bet. Uh your question was from the Jags Raiders game. And the question was will both teams combine to score more than twenty-five points in the game? Uh you said no. I said yes. Um points scored was forty-seven. So high scoring game, um, in a sense. Anyway, that's a point for me, none for you. Uh next question up was mine Ravens at Saints, and the question was will Lamar Jackson throw four touchdowns and rush for at least seventy yards? Both of us said no. One part of the question was met, he rushed for 133 yards, but he only had one touchdown. So point each, uh, week nine total. You got nine. I've got ten. Year to date total. You now have hit uh, ninety, and I'm on seventy seven. Um, but yeah, three wins all season for me over you, uh, meaning I'm officially better than the Houston Texans. I'm surprised you're keeping score. To be quite honest with you, like. I'm surprised the Houston Texans are keeping score as well. Like, what? 
who cares what their record is? Then they're, they're not doing anything. <laughs> uh, and I can apply that logic to you. Uh, just one slight Absolutely. thing. I uh, when I was putting the notes together, I may have misread your uh, your you bet. Uh, he actually only had 133 passing yards last week. Oh, did Lamar okay, Jackson? So, I'm not sure how many so, rushing yards he got now that I uh, now that I think about it. Yeah, it, it, well, it's still he didn't meet both parts of that question, so it's fine. It's mm. still a no. It is still a no. Yes, yes. So, uh, still ahead of you by some significant margin. Uh, moving are, into week ten, uh, and I'm. I'm glad about that because I found a good place to put my Lombardi trophy now and I don't really <laughs> want to move it. I'd have to find something else to put in the space. It would be awkward. Like, Let's just leave it there. Yeah. Yeah. I should I should one day put on display the um, when me and Reesage one did our um, our soccer for jazz show during the Euros last year. I got mm. the trophy from that. Ah, so, well, um, a little birdie told me that you you may be doing a little something with uh, with our good friend Rusage One for the, uh, yes, the World Cup yeah. that shouldn't be happening in the country it's in at the time of year it's happening. Absolutely not. It's it's bizarre. I, not I'm I'm a massive soccer fan and I just cannot get excited yet because I'm in work. Yeah, and usually I mean, by the World Cup starting, I'm finished work for the summer. I mean but that's hey. very early, considering <laughs> it's normally like June. And, and yeah, well, whatever, the World but... Cup starts in June, not in November. Yeah. I mean, you know, June and July. I'm I'm finished. I don't work in normal schools, so I work in further ed. So it's fine. I'm finished by then. Fair enough. Which is Fair good. Enough. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's quite enough soccer chat for. Any yeah. any episode of this podcast, <laughs> the all of the episodes of this podcast, past, present, and future. So let's uh, let's move on, shall we? Uh, we shall. Got, we shall. We've got a game tonight. We do. We do. We do. Um, and it's a, a what a game for Thursday night football. The Atlanta Falcons traveling to the Carolina Panthers. So for the first time on episode eighty nine, let's put two minutes up. Yeah, when they scheduled this game. I don't think it was supposed to be this good. Normally they put all right games on Thursday night, but they're not putting the blockbusters out there. I think this one might be a, a blockbuster. Um, not because both teams are incredible. Like the, the Falcons are distinctly above average and the Panthers are sometimes good and sometimes bad. Um, yes. But I think it's going to be very competitive. Hopefully it doesn't go the way that things went for uh, the Panthers last week, uh, in which Joe Mixon had his way completely with the Panthers' defense. Uh, he got seven yards a carry and four rushing touchdowns on that defense. He also got a receiving touchdown for, for five he total. Uh, so that was ungood from a Panthers' point of view. Uh, the, the Falcons are second in the league in rushing attempts, so they they may very well just run all over the Cats all day. Um, and Cordell Patterson is back, so boom. I, I'm going to chalk it up as a, a Falcons win. Well, you know, you, you are right about Cordell Patterson. He popped up as a Cordell Patterson is back in the league. He's back available for fantasy owners and... This guy here snapped the guy up. I didn't start him. I sat him on the bench for bench points last week, which was fine. I won comfortably. Anyway, this uh, game was supposed to be some hope for the Panthers this season. Yet yeah, they 
just have that inconsistency. Uh, 42-21 loss to a very resurgent Bengals team. Falcons, 21-17 loss to the Chargers. Marcus Mariota, 129 yards and no touchdowns. This could be an absolute stinker of a game uh, for Thursday Night Football, as, in my opinion, seems to be the almost usual for this slot at this part of the year. Uh, but I'm going to go Panthers. Okay, I like that we're differing. That's a good way to start the week, as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely, absolutely. It, it, it very rarely starts on a on a differing thing, but yeah, the the two teams for me are just inconsistent. Uh, and and I'm not going to disagree with you, but I think that the uh, the game is going to be a little bit more interesting. We shall see. Next game, when I bought tickets for this game, didn't think it was going to be that interesting. Really, was just going for the the atmosphere and the experience. But now, I, I think this is going to be a scrap. It's the Munich game from Allianz Stadium in Germany, two thirty p.m. UK time. Which means it's three thirty p.m. 3:30, German yeah, time, Munich, yeah, and nine thirty a.m. Eastern. It's the Seahawks and the Buccaneers. Two minutes on the clock. Yeah, so it's nice to have um, three time zones to talk about. Anyway, Willkommen in München, right? That's German for welcome to Munich and welcome to one of the nicest stadia in Europe, the Allianz Arena. And it's a really nice stage to hold a what should be an exciting game in prospect. Uh, Geno Smith versus Tom Brady. Um, that's interesting. If you want to analyse both these quarterbacks, Brady is the first quarterback in NFL history to throw 100,000 passing yards. He did that last weekend. He hit that milestone. But he's been in the NFL for about 100 years, right? Hmm. Anyway, something like this. This game, I think uh, all the fans going over to Munich are going to enjoy. I guarantee you and the guys going over with you are certainly going to enjoy this game. Enjoy Munich. It's a fantastic, fantastic city over there in Germany. Buccaneers are going to win this one, though, because they're the home team. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with you, so we will differ again uh, for a 100% differing record. Uh, I think that the the Seahawks' Cinderella story really got back on track last week with that statement win over the Cardinals, Um, and I think another statement is coming with a big win over Tom Brady. Geno Smith is continuing to ball out, even when his top targets are covered or are just randomly dropping footballs uh, in the end zone for absolutely no reason. Uh, he got Noah Fant involved in the game last week. Five receptions, 96 yards for him. And it's just another example of the Russell Wilson trade continuing to pay off because Fant came as part of that, that trade. Uh, the Bucks did beat the Rams with some last-minute theatrics from Brady, but I don't think he's fully got that in him on a consistent basis. So, yeah, Seahawks in München. Yeah. Sehr Absolutely, gut. and Alfie uh, Dezin to well, sign that, off from that one. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not going anywhere yet. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, absolutely. I, I, but I know you, you, and the guys traveling over to Munich, uh, uh, you know, are, are going to enjoy it. It's, it's nice that we've 
had NFL expand further into Europe. So yeah, it's it's I'm pretty sure it's gonna be good. And next week you'll be able to tell us all about your Munich experience. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I've I've already started looking at some some things that uh, I'm going to do when the game isn't on. Uh, today, while I, I was streaming, I looked up the um, German McDonald's menu and I found a selection of things from German McDonald's that we don't have here and I haven't had in the states because they don't exist there either. And I'm like, yeah, that McDonald's from other countries. That is what I'm going to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't don't they do hot dogs in McDonald's over in Germany? didn't see them but uh the uh, the thing i'm most interested in is like it looks like a quarter pounder but it's got yes. like a potato fritter in it as well i'm like mate that looks incredible that's and, that's yeah an uh, oreo know. milkshake oh wow yeah this they they they've, they've got it all going on right absolutely yeah, <laughs> yeah. so the game could be Cut. terrible but as long as i have my german mcdo i will be happy absolutely absolutely keeping with the american theme uh Anyway, we we move on to um, the second game up uh, and we come back to our normal slot. Uh, So the non-European game first kickoff is 6pm UK, 1pm Eastern and it's Detroit travelling to your Chicago Bears. So let's put two minutes up and discuss this one. And if you want to add a third time zone in, it's uh, 12 p.m. local time in uh, Chicago in Central Time. So there you go. A third time there. zone for you where you wanted it. Um, yeah, so it's well known if you listen to this podcast that I'm a Bears fan. And last week's loss really stung for me because it seemed like the Bears were doing everything right for once. Um, and it just it just didn't come together in the end. And that was disappointing. The Lions did the dirty deeds and uh, put down the Packers uh, once again. They're losing a lot, and it's incredible to see. Thank you very much for that one, Detroit. But I think this is a great opportunity for Justin Fields and uh, an ever-improving defense to have some fun and try out some new things. Uh, Defensively, obviously, the Lions are amongst the worst in the league. We discussed that last week. Um, And... I think the Bears' defense really need to step up uh, with those pieces missing via trades and things. Uh, I think they can probably manage it. So I'm going to go Bears. Yeah, and I think it's the first time we're going to agree. I'm going to go Bears too on this one. It's a fantastic game to get them back back on track, right, for Chicago, or or is it? 35-32 loss, uh, a lot, lot closer than most if not anybody thought um, Chicago were leading for quite a chunk of that game as well, from what I remember. Uh, Lions beat Green Bay 15-9, so another shock, right? But Lions, uh, I think, got a little bit lucky against the Packers team that um, is in decline, and the Bears played the best game that I've seen of them all season so far. So, yeah, I can't look past the Bears this time round. Yeah, and normally when I pick the Bears to win, they they, they mess it up. So I'm, I'm hoping that isn't isn't the case this time well, around. But... I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for your sake that, you know, the, the Bears can dispatch the, the, the Lions in this case. Um, and I think 
why not you know it's it's like i said it's a great game to get um back to winning ways yeah yeah absolutely so uh those dolphins that we mentioned that that ultimately beat the bears last week uh, are going to welcome the cleveland browns this week it's browns at dolphins here's our next two minutes yeah so um i guess for me there's there's no question on this one dolphins all day long and that is where i'm going with my prediction um this is looking like a dolphins team that has potential of greatness and i'm i'm talking potential of the this the style they they played well not so much the, the style they played but the the way they were winning in the 80s um i mean if they keep building then that is certainly bad news for a what seems to be quite a resurgent and quite a competitive AFC East this year, where you've got all four teams in there currently sitting with winning records. Dolphins have got to win this one, though, to stay on track. Yeah, this is a must-win for the Dolphins. Uh, I mean, the, the Browns are just trying to eke their way through with a... a fairly middling records to get um raping my grape face back but it's a must win for the dolphins you're right the jets are hot on their heels you know yeah. the the bills are obviously the bills and are doing very well so it is must win um but i, I think that the dolphins have got the best kind of three-headed monster in the entire league uh you've got the tandem of um tyreek hill and Jalen Waddle at receiver. You've got Tua Tonga-Vailoa passing the ball to them. I don't think there is a more successful wide receiver tandem in the league at the moment, and maybe even for the last few years. The The Browns are off a bye. Uh, nice win over the Bengals two weeks ago. Uh, they ran all over them. Nick Chubb is, is averaging 105 yards and a touchdown in each game. And the Dolphins aren't doing a very good job of defending the run. That said... I'm still going dolphins. Yeah, and and dolphins have a ver have a very good um home win loss record as well. So yeah, it's it seems like a tough tough place to go down to uh Hard Rock Stadium. Mm, in the very, sunshine. Very difficult. In the sunshine and it's always shining in uh in Miami, right? Um anyway, next off two teams that well aren't really shining right um you've got the denver broncos traveling to the tennessee titans let's put two minutes up on this one no not really shining any kind of glory in either of these teams that said uh derrick henry did have uh, a royal outing shall we say last week against the chiefs 115 yards and two touchdowns for him and that's despite the improvements made on the chiefs defense uh so I think it's fair to say that the dude is rolling. He's averaging a, a, over 100 a game, I think, for the entire season now. Uh, Denver are off a well-needed bye week. Uh, beforehand, they were allowing five yards per carry to running backs. So it doesn't look good for their chances of stopping King Henry. Um, Russell Wilson showed some somewhat flashes of the old number three in London against the, the Jaguars before they went on their bye. Can he maintain that against a 
a decent enough Titan secondary? I'm not sure he does, personally. Uh, so I'm going to go Titans. Yeah, and I think you're right in the sense of the Broncos did get an important win um, back at Wembley Stadium back on the 30th of October. So it's it's a while back now. Um, well, what seems a while back. Um, anyway, Titans are still, in my opinion, the worst of the five and three teams, yet seem to be picking up some sort of momentum. Um, I guess regardless of their 20 to 17 loss against Kansas City, which really is a lot closer than what it should have been. Um, Tennessee seemed to just have a knack of getting wins, eking out results when they absolutely, absolutely need it. Um, and like I said, sit with a, a pretty record. That will improve this weekend. I think the Broncos are too weak for them. Titans win for me too. More agreement as the the episode progresses. Yeah. Uh, will that continue? Yeah. Uh, well, let's see. <laughs> I expect it might do uh, as we move into the next game because it seems like it might be a fairly straightforward one. It's the Houston Texans traveling up to New York to face the Giants, whose logo I can't find. There it is. There's always going to be one where I'm like, I can't find this logo every week, I think. But I found it now. <laughs> I'm hitting the button. Over to you. And there's the fancy graphics that we've had the last two weeks now. Anyway, yes, it's another game of must-dos. Uh, Texans are the worst team in the league this year, and heading for that fantastic number one overall pick they are one six and one wow they are awful uh giants sit six and two yet they are third yes third in the nfc east they've got a very very strong nfc east it's probably the strongest um that side of 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 the uh the conferences um anyway yes that division is uh gonna be so tight going into the second half of the season now and it'll be interesting to see if the cowboys can keep the giants at bay uh giants are gonna win this one for me though yeah i'd, I'd like to disagree with you and, and have some difference but it's not happening in this game um and getting straight into it the texans run defense is trash there's there's just no way around that uh, they are welcoming a run first saquon barkley led rushing attack um, that delivers almost five yards a carry uh, it's been a winning formula for the giants this season just run the ball and don't ask daniel jones to do very much and dj can run too so look out from from that aspect you're gonna get run on all day there is some hope for the texans on the other side the Giants' run defense hasn't really been much better than the, the Trash Texans' run defense. They're allowing about five yards a carry as well. And the bright spot of the Texans has been um, rookie Damian Pierce, 139 yards on the Eagles last week. That isn't translating to wins, though, and one man can't do it all. So I, too, am going Giants. Yeah, they've, they've been pretty impressive, and I think... 
to say that the NFC East of of all of all of our divisions is is looking super strong. Got the Eagles sitting pretty though. Yeah, there. yeah, they really are. Yes. Uh, anyway, it's it's not the turn of the Eagles. It's the turn of Minnesota and their Vikings traveling upstate to New York. Or not even upstate because they're not in the same state. Anyway, they're traveling to Buffalo to play the top team in the AFC East. That is the Buffalo Bills. Let's put two minutes up. You're right in that the uh, the Bills are further north than the Minnesota Vikings. I'll yeah. give you that. They're right on the uh, the border to Canada. I went past the Buffalo Bills stadium as I passed through Buffalo a, a while back. Anyway, this was supposed to be the game of the week. But with Josh Allen questionable with an elbow injury, likely not going to play, uh, it could wind up providing an easy time for the Minnesota Vikings. I don't think there are many teams that rely on their quarterback quite as much as the Bills do with Josh Allen. Um, I had to Google who their backup is with you know Mitchell Trubisky out in, in uh, Pittsburgh now, and it's Case Keenum. So wouldn't that be a fun little reunion? Uh, Case Keenum <laughs> and Stefan Diggs going back to, to Minnesota, uh, a team where they frankly balled out together a few years ago and with their last head coach, I, I want to say. So that could be some fun if we don't get Josh Allen there. Um, I've, I've got to be a bit cheeky and predict with a caveat on this one. The Bills win if Allen plays. The Vikings win if he doesn't. Yeah, and it's it's tough because usually I, I you know, with with our pre-show notes, I I put in a prediction and I've not even gone there yet. Um, this certainly could be game of the week, but it is my flip of the coin. Um, the too many ifs, and at the moment, not enough evidence to just suggest what is happening with uh, Josh Allen. Yes, it's very unlikely that he plays. Um, both atop of their divisions respectively, both looking good in offense and defense. Heavy reliance, yes, on Josh Allen, which is, yeah, it's it's not great when you end up with Case Keenum as your backup QB. Uh, yes, it's going to be a caveat for me too. Yeah. Fair enough. Same it's, same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. It, it, Bills will definitely win if Josh Allen plays. If he does not play, there is a very little chance that Buffalo pick up the win, which will be for them, I guess, almost an an upset loss to to Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is some argument like who have the Vikings really beaten this season to get that that record they are in a very weak division but that's uh, a conversation for another day i would suggest because we must move swiftly on as the clock dictates Uh, so next up we have got the jacksonville jaguars traveling to kansas city to face the chiefs two minutes on the clock here we go so for me um this is going to be an easy win for kansas city surely uh they have their sights firmly set on january football i've not watched a lot of 
Chiefs football this year. Uh, I tend to catch it red zone, uh, not really anything live, um, although I've got the luxury this week because my Patriots are on bye week. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be a fairly decent game. Uh, good to see that Trevor Lawrence finally playing a bit of football, showing what he was doing in college a couple of years back, finally getting the ball spread around a bit more, finally got some decent receivers to get those balls to. Um, for me, unfortunately, Trevor Lawrence is no Kermit the Frog, uh, so Kansas City are going to win this one. Yeah, uh, for my money, the, the Jags met their end of the deal last week as we predicted them to and uh, overcame mm -hmm. the Raiders, but they really didn't make it look easy. It wasn't that kind of walk over a, a, a terribly coached team that we were expecting. Um, and, you know, we're, we're not talking about the Raiders anymore. This is Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Mahomes averages, uh, or the Chiefs in general, average 30 points a game, and the Jags have only scored more than 30 points in a game once this season so the maths is simple the, the Jags are just not scoring enough in order to win this game uh, that said they're better placed to score than ever before as you said Trevor Lawrence has been finding multiple people and has been picking things up a bit uh, he seems to find Christian Kirk whenever he's on my fantasy team bench uh, which is <laughs> awkward uh, like last week 76 yards and a touchdown I've put him in the lineup this week, so um, he probably won't do very much. Uh, and that's the reason they'll lose. Chiefs win. Yeah, yeah, I think I think the Chiefs are, are really sneaking. Well, I say sneaking, but they're not sneaking. They're, they're just getting the job done. It seems to be the same as the last couple of years, just, just picking up those wins and and getting, um, getting towards... Uh, a good record that that provides them that place into into the playoffs. Yeah, I, um, I don't even think the Chiefs have, have hit their stride fully yet. I think there's a lot no. more to come from them. So yeah, this the second half of the season, I expect a lot more in um, a couple of, a couple of games where Mahomes is putting up those magic numbers again and and putting up five or six touchdowns in a game. Um, yes, two teams, however, next up are certainly not putting up five six touchdowns uh with their quarterbacks uh not to my knowledge anyway it's the battle of the teams that have s's in it's new orleans saints traveling to the pittsburgh steelers down in pittsburgh let's put two minutes up on this one i mean andy dalton isn't doing too badly in in terms of putting numbers up but um kenny pickett really is not playing very very well he's got a 66.8 qbr he's had two touchdowns and eight interceptions in all of his games so far in 2022 seriously get mitchell trubisky back in there i know he's not the flashiest guy but at least he isn't kenny pick six seriously this guy's a bust let's just move on from the experiment already or at least take him out and put him on a clipboard for the rest of this year because he just isn't getting it done <laughs> Um, the, the Saints' defence are playing very, very well. They held Lamar Jackson to 133 yards passing last week, as we uh, mentioned at the top of the show. Um, overall, they only allow 6.8 yards per attempt from, from the passing position, which is, is nothing. Uh, I think it's going to be a rough day for Kenny, and 
Maybe the Steelers can do something with TJ Watt back. Who knows? I doubt it. Saints win. Yeah, um, for me, this year, the Steelers have been trashed. They had the easy cakewalk. I think we mentioned it um, a few weeks back where last year, yeah, they were like 11-0 and 0 or something like that. Anyway, uh, we have to respect um, that their major hope in Mitch Trubisky is um, in their downturn is now deserved. Um, if you're not pay- playing Mitch, there's no party, there's no wins. Uh, Saints are scrappy at times and other times explosive. What happens this week? For me, it's a little bit more agreement. Saints win. I think it'll be easy too with with Kenny Pickett playing QB for the Steelers. Yes, absolutely. Well, I'm going to take my time introducing the next one and give you the opportunity to have a little uh, drink there, Matthew. That's the only... <laughs> That's the only problem with uh, us being uh, the, the fast-paced American football podcast is sometimes you don't quite get enough time to to drink and do anything like that but next up uh, it falls to me to declare it 9 p.m ish which i know that you, that you prefer to do um i do tough it's not the way it's fallen <laughs> and the first in the 9 p.m ish slot we've got more than two games this week is the uh arizona cardinals heading to la to take on the rams are you ready i'm ready let's, let's do it then two minutes on the clock well, thank you for doing this and getting me ready before I die again. Anyway, <laughs> this is the case for the Rams. Too many pieces missing. It's truly one and bust for the Rams. They had too many hope. Uh, sorry, they had no hope in maintaining what um, they had last season. Money doesn't always talk. Uh, flip side of the coin. Kyler Murray has been pedestrian. 175 yards, two touchdowns. What more do we need to see from him? He was such um, a promising quarterback talent. This time round, Rams are on their way down. Cardinals are on some sort of a rise up, I guess. Um, And slightly better um, than these, these... of these be- uh, bad teams so yeah better of the be- better of the worst yeah it, it it's hard to believe that these two teams are fighting over last place in uh, the NFC <laughs> yeah. west um and in Arizona we've kind of seen the opposite of the the Justin Fields situation with Kyler Murray when the bears let Justin Fields be Justin Fields and things were schemed around him and around his strength they've thrived with Murray, it seems like that big contract that they gave him has, has just kind of forced them to rein him in a bit. And we're not seeing anything close to them letting Kyler be Kyler. Uh, it's not worth spending the money on the guy if you're not going to let him play. So uh, I, I'd address that very quickly if I was a, a coach in Arizona. Uh, the Rams, also in trouble, need to get on the phone to Odell Beckham Jr. because Stafford is not finding any of his targets except for Cooper Cup. One man can't do it all, and Stafford just gets sacked too much to do anything. So I'm going to go Cardinals. 
Yeah, yeah. It was it was quite strange for me to find out that OBJ was is uh, a free agent. Mm, he's so, uh, apparently about yes. ready to return, so we're not long before we see somebody go for him. Um, yes, I, I think he wants to go to a playoff-ready team. Maybe the Rams isn't as hot a proposition as it was for him last year when he joined them no. mid-season. No, no. I think uh, it, it was quite interesting to find out before we came on air that Odell Beckham Jr., decided for the last two seasons to have his salary paid in bitcoin so for the last two years his uh, his grand total of salary um because the downturn in the currency is only two hundred thousand dollars <laughs> well, that's what you get for being a burke and uh, buying into cryptocurrency yeah Absolutely, absolutely. Useless can... fact, but but really good for pub quizzes if you get an American football question, right? Mm. Anyway, uh, not so um, pub knowledge, and neither of them are pub teams, right? Uh, it's the Indianapolis Colts travelling to the Las Vegas Raiders in the desert. Let's put two minutes up. Yeah, so I'm just going to get it out there. This is a Raiders win easy mode let's talk about what the hell is going on in indianapolis and we we may end up needing a timeout to do it who knows because it's been a week the colts fired their head coach frank reich fine he hasn't been performing he probably wasn't ever head coach material got no problem there then they decide that in his stead they're going to hire jeff saturday the, the Jeff Saturday that was the, the centre for their team for a very long time, uh, you know, in front of Peyton Manning, as the interim head coach. He has got zero, zero, he's got as much NFL coaching experience as you or I. None. Yeah. And owner Jim Irsay came out and said that that's good because NFL head coaches are scared and uh, they like to run their teams based on numbers. I I don't even know what that means, mate, if I'm quite honest with you. <laughs> you you are just saying words at this point. Uh, yeah. Then since then, they've uh, announced that specialist slash assistant quarterbacks coach, so not even the actual full quarterbacks coach, <laughs> Parks Fraser, who has two surnames, uh, will call plays on offense as the offensive coordinator, um, because Jeff Saturday is trying to keep consistency in the roles for the other assistant coaches. Right. So, yeah. What? What are you doing? <laughs> are you trying to tank for first place? We said that the Texans was the worst team in the league. I don't think they are, despite the record. Calling my timeout. I, I don't understand how the Colts think this is a good idea in any way shape or form can you shed any light on this thinking <laughs> absolutely not so yes we we did learn of um of uh jeff saturday becoming that interim head coach uh obviously it was posted all over socials um but this this guy this jim ursay their owner just coming out with complete mumbo jumbo anyway yeah maybe i don't know i would say it's close to 
the holiday season or something and maybe he's just had one too many red wine <laughs> um anyway um yeah it's it's bizarre what what are the cults actually up to uh for me the cults are that team in the dumpster right now um and how has that really happened i guess getting a completely inexperienced head coach is not going to help this team at all until they find somebody more permanent or maybe jeff saturday gets the permanent job uh we'll see um raiders for me uh blow hot and cold and this week they really need to roll that dice at home in the still shiny allegiant stadium um for me this is is complete agreement the raiders uh are at home they're coming up against a team in disarray i think um you know it should be all day long a walkover win yeah Ra- raiders 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 uh yeah it's no question for me yeah i mean i don't really know how any of the in-game stuff is going to work like what experience does jeff saturday have when you know it's it's <coughs> third and 15 and he's got to decide whether he's trying to be conservative and punt the ball or uh, on on fourth down or is he going to go for it like there are so many situational game things that you just don't have experience in unless you have actually coached and he's coached some high school football uh yeah no as far as i'm concerned i have more experience coaching high pressure games than jeff saturday does and you know from an, a realistic standpoint i have very little but i've probably coached more positions than jeff saturday i have <laughs> i've coached more games as a head coach than jeff saturday uh, and yet here i am unemployed as an nfl head coach i think it's uh i think it's a travesty really and uh, you, you, sh- you should have put your name in the hat when the colts head coach position came up jez apparently That's the answer <laughs> you know m- me you could and have the been other, in indianapolis by now <laughs> how many people are there on the planet now me and the other seven billion people on the planet because we each have about as much experience coaching a, an nfl team as jeff saturday does so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's going to be fun to watch because i think it is going to be absolutely atrocious and if it's not it's going to be fun to watch because wow how the hell did they luck into this <laughs> incredible incredible yeah it's it, it is bizarre it is bizarre uh yes anyway that's <laughs> enough enough of the um enough of the uh cults and, and their misfortunes right yeah, yeah, I think I'm about ready to move on now, especially knowing uh, the team that we are going to discuss next and how much I enjoy discussing the absolute downturn that this team has faced. So next up, it's the Dallas Cowboys traveling to Lambeau to face the Green Bay Packers. Two minutes up, over to you. I bet you're absolutely rubbing your hands together about this one. Literally uh, and yes. figuratively, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What has happened to Aaron Rodgers? Is he finally done? Why didn't he listen to me all those seasons back when I said, oh, he should have just gone to Minnesota and played in purple? Anyway, uh, should he have left? 
the questions certainly do remain. I say, sod Aaron Rodgers, start Jordan Love. If if the guy's still there, um, I mean, if I was Jordan Love, he's got a you know little finger with more talent than Aaron Rodgers does right now. Um, Cowboys are leading their fans into that unknown again. I know a couple of Cowboys fans. Big numbers at 6-2 and two, uh, this year. Similar position to what they were in last year. Knocking on that playoff door again. Uh, sitting second in the NFC East. Competitive, like I said earlier. For me, this should be so easy for the Cowboys to win. Yeah, and not only that, the Cowboys are off their bye. So uh, they've mm. had, had a lot more time to prepare. It's the first meeting of Mike McCarthy versus the Packers since, frankly, Aaron Rodgers got the guy fired uh, as the, yeah. the head coach of the Packers. Major beef between McCarthy and Rodgers. Uh, the Packers lost to the Lions last week, and that's oh so sweet. I don't think that's happened in many, many years. Uh, Rodgers is getting so many calls to retire from people around the league, but I don't want that. Because if he does, then the Packers might start to improve without him. I'm quite happy to see him be put on his ass week in, week out. Micah Parsons and Trayvon Diggs will have a lot of fun doing that this week. It's another loss for the Packers. Big woos. Cowboys win. We could have a snow game too. Really? Wow, that would be a it's massive. Green it's it's, yeah, it's no. Green Bay and it's winter. No, not yet, <laughs> not yet. That would be a massive turnaround in weather from from last week. Yeah, it's yes. <laughs> it was actually quite balmy in uh, in the Midwest last week. So I don't. We're not yes, there yet. Yeah. Wait until not December, quite. end of December. Yeah, then yeah. We, then you might get some uh, some snow. But no, not yet. Uh, Aaron Rodgers might not be playing in December anyway. Uh, might, he he definitely won't, won't be, be playing, playing in January. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not not this time round, sorry. Um, anyway, that's the last of our 9pm-ish uh, game. So we've got the three out the way there. We're on to Sunday Night Football. Now, this should be a really, really good game. Usually is the Sunday Night Football. However, we've got the Chargers travelling to the 49ers. Uh, not impressed. I'm not impressed anyway. Let's put two minutes up on this one. Yeah, not impressed by what? Because I think you've, you've got to be impressed with at least the potential that the San Francisco 49ers have. They've got so many weapons on this team right now. Uh, it's going to be the first time pairing uh, of the tandem of Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey, their first full game together anyway, and they're off a bye. We're getting some shenanigans, for sure. Like, Carl Shanahan is going to have been uh, drawing some things up and letting them loose on the Chargers, who are still struggling. I sound a bit like a stuck record because I say this every week, but with their missing pieces on defense, teams are just having their way with the Chargers. They were lucky to pull out that win last week. Uh, they allow 5.7 yards per rush, and I can see the Niners getting a much better average than that just on the running game alone. Jimmy G might as well take the night off. You know, anybody can hand the ball to Debo and, and CMC, right? And just sit back on and watch the magic happen. I'm going 49ers. Yeah, and I, I, I'm still getting used to the fact that Christian McCaffrey is a is a 49er and he 
plays in a completely different colour now. Anyway, slightly warmer for him. So, uh, yes, um, Chargers did get that win last weekend. Uh, 20 to 17 versus the Falcons. 49ers out of their bye week. Uh, Justin Herbert, 245 yards. One touchdown, one interception. He threw the ball 45 times, completing 30 of those those attempts. Uh, so, yeah, that for, for me is, is, is slightly crazy. Uh, Niners just need to get their stall set out uh, now going out of this bye week. I think there is a lot of potential in this team now. They, for me, still need to decide on their QB1 because I don't believe... Uh, Jimmy G is that. However, for me, Chargers sneak the win. They don't need to do anything with their QB right now. Like that's a problem for next year. Like, yeah, he, he, he's still the best backup quarterback in the NFL, right? He's not a backup now. He's a starter, baby. <laughs> he certainly isn't. <laughs> and so it takes us to our final game of the week, and. Uh, uh, is this going to be an upset? Could we see some kind of craziness going on? It's the Washington Commanders taking on the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. Division battle, battle of the NFC East. Monday Night Football. Two minutes on the clock. Here we go. Uh, I don't think we even need two minutes for this one, Jez. Anyway, <laughs> easy win. Uh, nothing we can say apart from... Well, apart from I can say... Apart from the Eagles, are almost there. Whoa, flying up the stairs. Anyway, um, this does not require anything. Like I said, more stats are always good. Stats are brilliant. Uh, Eagles have been super impressive. Where do they go? Uh, have they had a cakewalk? Some people have said they've had a cakewalk. No. Um, quite. It's um, it's certainly. Interesting to see what this team can do with Jalen Hurts at the helm. Are they really knocking on that door again? Uh, highly likely that they're going to be playing postseason football. Eagles win all day long. Yeah, this is probably the easiest prediction of the week. Uh, even with the slow improvements to the commander's defense, Hertz can have a lot of fun here. Uh, you asked for some stats. Here's some stats. 12 touchdowns, 2 interceptions, 107.8 QBR on the year for Jalen Hertz. And the dude's still making it look easy. Like, he's not even breaking a sweat yet, really. Um, it, this might have been a different conversation if the commanders had been able to pull out the W against the Vikings last week. I uh, might be giving them a chance then, but uh, they blew that that lead in the, the the dying moments, just as many teams have with the Vikings. Um, fantasy owners, I think this is going to be a big day for AJ Brown. The Commanders allowed 115 yards and a touchdown to Justin Jefferson last week. Dallas Goddard should ball out at tight end two in uh, a league that's kind of lacking in tight end play. I'd take a look at him. Eagles win. Easy mode, 100%. Yeah, yeah. We, we could be sitting on famous last words. Maybe the Eagles choke, uh, but I don't think so. Not I don't think anyone is. Washington. No one's betting against the Eagles, even if they truly believe that they're going to lose. I don't think anyone's betting against them. It's, uh, no. it's a mugs game. 
quite frankly. Uh, which <laughs> segues us quite nicely into our final segment, which can be a bit of a mugs game. It's You Bet. get our bet on you bet is the segment in which we are presented or we present each other with binary options uh, and it adds to our predictions every week can be a yes or no can be a choice between two people and that is exactly what i am proposing this week because my bet comes from the munich game obviously all in on munich obviously (laughs) who scores the most touchdowns geno smith or tom brady well, I think, and and you know, I think either way, you're going to enjoy the game. The guys you're going with are going to enjoy the game. Like I said, top of the show. But with the Bucks being the home team, and with the way Brady just has a way of, of waving that magic wand, I think in this case, it will be low scoring, but Tom Brady. I'm going to agree on the Brady front, but for completely different reasons. Because as much as I'm I'm in on Geno Smith, and I, I think that he is, you know, the answer for Seattle, and it's been great for them. I think the the lion's share of the scoring for Seattle is going to take place on the ground, and it's going to be a, a big game for Kenneth Walker the third. He will score the most of the points, so I think Brady scores more. Hmm. Personally. Lots of wa- lots of walkers in the uh, in the league this year. There are, yeah. Should... That's, that's that's two now. PJ and and Kenneth. Yeah, yeah. I should start a little collection of uh, of Walker jerseys, shouldn't I? Walker jerseys. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, my bet comes from uh, the last game of of our week, and it's the Monday night football game. Um, I feel like I'm all in with Jalen Hurts, which is weird because I'm nowhere near an Eagles fan. Um, but will Jalen put the hurt on and put up four or more touchdowns against a very, and I think we can agree, lacklustre Washington Commanders team? I mean, I don't particularly want to pile on the Commanders, and I know we, we've given them no chance, but I really think that, that he can. I think Jalen Hurts will probably get a combination of some passing and some rushing touchdowns, and four doesn't look challenging at this stage uh, i think that is probably the minimum they will need to do to uh to comfortably win so i'm going to go yes yes he will yeah I, and i'm I'm going to agree with you again in, in this one um and i just think this is a, a great opportunity for for Jalen hurts to really start padding out those pretty impressive stats i mean he's not He's not really at risk of of throwing an interception, maybe a freak one, but uh, yeah, padding that that t- that throwing touchdown and rushing touchdown uh, ratio is is certainly on the cards, and I think four is is easy for him. Yeah, yeah, uh, I would like to see the the commanders be a a bit more competitive, so that we have a better game. But uh, you, you never know. You never yeah. know what you're going to see on any given Monday, right? Well, yeah, something we'll wait like and see that, what right? Happens there. <laughs> uh, but that is our show. 
that brings us to the end of uh, episode 89 of Two Minute Warning. It's the big it 9-0 next week when we return to discuss week 11. Uh, and you, you better be prepared for some, some stories from Germany. Uh, I'll be coming back full of them and uh, hopefully coming back full of uh, German food and many other German things, I guess. Yeah, yeah, Germany absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Until next week then. I've been German Jazz. That's been not German, Matt. It's goodbye from me. Say goodbye, Matt. I've been to say Matt. Very nice. <laughs>